What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. This is episode number 42. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriela Lopes. And we are back with the dailies uh, exactly 10 days after our last Mentally Gone Daily. And then before that, it was like six days after the previous one. And yeah, these are daily episodes, as you can probably tell by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> daily for sure. Every day, first it's thing like we do. It's like our weekly main podcast is monthly. <laughs> yeah, it has become monthly. And we've posted our brand new um, conspiracy-heavy podcast, even though these are usually also very conspiracy-dense. But we just posted our conspiracy podcast yesterday. So if you're listening to that one, or if you have listened to that one, or if you've watched it on YouTube, special thank you to you much love and if you haven't then you should go watch it if you don't want to go watch it then how about you just walk away man mm-hmm. put the weapon down walk away so you have anything cool to shed some light on today yeah um i have something that i actually stumbled across um have you noticed how strange brands have been and how it seems like every brand is giving into the whole woke culture you know being mm, yeah super woke yeah and a lot of them are getting canceled right right and i found that that there's a reason why that's happening right oh i heard about this but i won't say anything but i heard about like a score yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's this thing called the 2023 corporate equality index criteria right and it's essentially a woke credit score where it's based on how much a company is pushing woke issues. And the, the person or the group that created this is an organization called the HRC Foundation. And on their website, it says that the HRC Foundation seeks to fundamentally change the way LGBTQ plus people are treated in our everyday lives. Right. And the reason why... Um, a bunch of companies are just buying into it is because the HRC sends representatives to corporations every year to basically see if they are, you know, um, marketable or extremely inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they have a woke rating system, right? But it's not called woke rating system, obviously, but we can call it that. And essentially it looks for five main things. It looks for workforce protections, Uh, which they give five points, I think, which basically means no discrimination for employment, for sexual orientation or gender identity. Then they also have inclusivity, um, no, inclusive benefits, which is a criteria that includes providing health care for sex-sex couples, for same-sex couples, I guess, Uh, supporting an inclusive culture, which is um, including gender-neutral dress codes and trans-inclusive restroom facility policies, uh, corporate social responsibility, 20 points, um, marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include brands like Nike and Bud Light's use of transgender spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney. And then the fifth one is responsible citizenship. Uh, points are deducted if a company gives money to organizations who pri- whose primary mission includes advocacy against LGBTQ equality, which is not define but could include christian groups for example Hmm, interesting yeah i saw um a little bit about that and that these companies are aspiring towards getting rated highly on this rating scoreboard thing um 
for whatever reason, I don't know, I guess. But why would, like, why would these companies care so much? So I can answer that. <laughs> All right. Um, so why I think it's because if they get a bad score, then the woke investor funds start putting pressure on the boards. And then woke activists are mobilizing the streets, advertising campaigns are shut down. Anyone that continues to do business with them will also be essentially penalized. And to me, it's just a whole thing about like, you either play the game or you get penalized and you get ostracized and you get right just not included. And then your share price plummets because you're not playing the same game that all these companies feel like they have to play. Because there was a recent situation where Target was found selling um, bikinis or like bathing suits rather in the kids section. Um, but these bathing suits had, um, so there was like a tag on it, obviously. The clothing tags have like little descriptions of the of the cool details, like whether it's like the fabric or, or design or whatever the case is. And these bathing suits said that there's a tuck. It's oh it's God. like tuck friendly so that it, I guess you can hide, you know, you private hide private genital parts. Your sausage. Um, if you want to wear this bathing suit. And this was in the children's section, which I don't know if that is true or not, because some people were saying that they couldn't find that on the website in the children's section and that they did find it on the website for like adults but they couldn't find it for the children's section and other people were showing that it was in the children's section on their TikTok videos. And then it got to a point where Target purposefully moved these items to the back of their stores. So even like away from these uh, aisles for children and stuff. Mm. So it's like in its own specific little section, I guess. But besides the point, people were already saying that there's way too many people that are woke to what's going on. And a lot of people don't agree with these agendas being pushed to children um, because children cannot decipher whether they are or aren't whatever they think or whatever people want them to think they are. And and so people are starting to boycott these companies and I don't know, like, it's literally willpower versus willpower. So either way, it's a, a lose-lose for companies. So you're you're either going to satisfy one, um, one group of people and you're going to be um, comforting and, and uh, conforming to them mm-hmm. or you're going to upset another group, you know? like Yeah, you can't make everyone happy. Right. What's um, interesting to me is that the HRC, right, that group is funded by none other than George Soros. And because he's the founder... I've heard that name. Because he's the person behind um, Open Society Foundation. Mm. And I just found that interesting because he's the one behind introducing this arbitrary credit rating to everything. So everything gets kind of rated according to this um, framework. And that's probably why Target is, you know, deliberately targeting kids and yeah every like everyone that that's so funny that you said the name george soros and we were talking about monsters inc right Mm -hmm. on our latest podcast episode and people are making the comparison to water noose's character 
to George Soros. Oh yeah. So if you look it up, the oh, resemblance no. is uncanny, and and yeah. and not to mention like I guess the I like the ideals and beliefs that Waternoose and this guy have are pretty similar. Speaking of uh, George Soros and Waternoose and Monster Zinc, Adrenochrome and you know trafficking of children, George uh, George George Epstein, Jeffrey F. Epstein. Um, have you heard that there's a financier who's buying, or or no, sorry, there's a financier who bought Jeffrey Epstein's private islands. What? And he plans on creating resorts out of them. Resorts, yeah. What imagine, does that mean? Imagine you go on vacation to Jeffrey Epstein's island after I mean, everything look, that they've done on those islands, all of the history, all of the trauma, all of the crazy. Cha chaos that ensued within that perimeter, all of the kids that probably are buried deep beneath, you know, or just tossed into the ocean. I was going to say that that, look, that is going to be like a tourist hub for, you know, conspiracists. Yeah, it um, already for, is. You know, so I can see why that would be a good marketing scheme, you know, like a good, uh, I don't know, like obviously he's, he's um what's the word i'm looking for he's oh man ah oh, guys i can never think of the words like i know the word like if i were writing it down i could think of it but i can't think of it when i'm speaking but anyways he's taking advantage of a horrible situation which is kind of like the suicide forest in Japan, right? Is yeah. it in Japan that like mm -hmm. Jake Paul or Logan Paul or whichever one, I don't care. Logan Paul. Went to and made a video about, but like that was a tourist place for people who, you know, yeah. don't really have any conception of just like how... Sensitive like, those things are. Right, how negative and heavy and, and horrible. Yeah, and... I think that the same applies to the um, One World Trade Center mm. that was built um, in honor of the... The World Trade Center. World Trade Center, yeah. Yeah. So in the rubble of that, they created another thing, and then people go to visit that to kind of honor the people that died, but also to see and witness, you know, the aftermath of this chaotic moment that the whole world experienced. And so I think that there's this weird weird FOMO which is the fear of missing out when it comes to even traumatic experiences right like people want to be where gladiators fought right. and were teared apart and shredded into pieces by bears and lions and they were killed and decapitated people want to go and just witness and just see like wow like people used to do that here and I feel like that's weird you know like as humans like that like no other animal does that if an animal loses their family in a certain spot in a field, for example, if a tiger or if a lion, you know, loses a family member to a pack of hyenas, like they probably just move away, far away from that location because it implies, you know, further danger. Right. But then you have people just, just, just going to those places I in was, droves. I was, sorry, I was going to say that I was, it's... <laughs> I was... Sorry, oh, uh, I, was, I got excited. Sorry. Sorry, I got excited. Um, I was going to say that that's why the Titanic movie is one of the most popular of all time. Like, not even just for the romance story, but because of this, like, 
tragic event and people love for whatever reason witnessing and and just diving themselves into these tragic events yeah people love seeing a car crash a train crash and and that's why traffic slows down every time there's like I was going to say that exactly. I know, and that's why I said it. You jumped the gun. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, but, but that's why even when it's just a cop pulling someone over, yeah, people slow down so hard just to look just and to just stare. to snoop and just to be snoopy curious. Which, by the way, that happened to me the day that I was going to my mom's house and then I got pulled over because oh yeah she got arrested guys no she got first of jail. all th- this is a funny story time but i'm driving to my mom's house who lives like an hour away by the way so i'm already like 50 minutes or however long into my car ride like i just want to get there already i'm almost there i swear i'm five minutes away five minutes away like it was one more turn and i was gonna be there <laughs> and then what do you call it i see the lights behind me i see the light right i'm driving perfectly normal in the speed limit i have my seatbelt on usually i'm blasting music this time i was listening at a reasonable volume and everything (laughs) i'm driving nice yeah you go deaf son and then i see the lights behind me right and i don't stop because i'm like nah that can't be for me (laughs) i'm driving like nearly perfectly like like i should get a, an award for how well i'm driving tonight right and and then anyways i keep on driving and then they go and put the siren whoop, whoop. i'm like what no way whoop, whoop. and i was like thank god they weren't upset that i kept driving because i just figured like no there's no way that's for me so Imagine i pull- i just turn on the tv well we don't even have cable so what if i just like get an amber <laughs> yeah alert? and it's like high speed chase <laughs> yeah high speed chase <laughs> blue car yeah but then they pulled me over and then they said it was because of a broken headlight so the the right. headlight was not working and and Which, where was i going with this oh and then i noticed so many cars all of a sudden like slowing down like traffic yeah. accumulating and by the way it's night there's like barely cars at night yeah. but somehow traffic was accumulating and it was the day before mother's day by the way so i kind of lucked out because i was like oh i'm on my way to my mom's house and i was like explaining you know and then the cop's like oh like, i also mother's have day. a mother you have a mother i have a mother so you no know they were so they were actually really nice um yeah, they were they they were really nice. It was two. They people. were nice because you are white. If it was me, I wouldn't have made it home. <laughs> My mom was like, "Yeah, they were like that because you're sexy." <laughs> they yeah. thought you were sexy. I was like, yeah. I was laughing so much. That's funny. Because one of the guys was like giggling so hard. He's oh, like, yeah? Oh, what happened to your windshield and stuff? Because we have like a crack in our windshield. And then yeah. I was explaining that I didn't know. And he was like giggling. And my mom was like, Oh, he thought you were sexy. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you left that part out when you told me the story. (laughs) More, no, I told you that they were laughing about it. Yeah, not giggling like, (laughs) 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 What do you mean, your windshield? (laughs) (laughs) Not like that, idiot. (laughs) And then he gets his gun and just starts shooting in the air (laughs) 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 and just like loses his mind. 
Callie is so funny, guys. <laughs> yeah, Callie is so still bad. See, he, I was making him giggle, but you make me giggle. Ah! Put the drum roll on. Put the drum roll on now. I don't know which one. The orange. <laughs> <laughs> and all the drum rolls. If that's live footage of, of the cops when they pulled her over, look. <laughs> Wait, why is your windshield like that? <laughs> your headlight's broken. Hello. <laughs> and, then, and then they called backup and then it just kept like increasing and getting worse and worse. But you know, <laughs> what's funny is exactly what you said. It's like if I had like if it were you. A male, even if it were a male, a it would have been a way harder time. I would have gotten a ticket or like, at least like a strict warning. It's like, you you, <laughs> you got to get it fixed. But but I'm going to see my mom. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. My mom, it's my mom's dead. What do you want to tell me about that? I had the stupidest, like goofy, like stupidest look on my face because I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they pulled, they were deaf, they tapped on the window. I was like, yeah. What did I do? Like, and then <laughs> as soon as the cops saw your cleavage. <laughs> like, let's go, boys. Let's go. We got one. That's so stupid. Don't start. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I was like, I was doing like there was some Matrix stuff going on because I was seeing so many cops like days leading up to that yeah, day. You told and, me that. and I was getting the feeling. I was like, I am going to get pulled over one of these days for something absolutely stupid. What if you attracted that? Like if you believe in the whole <laughs> law of attraction? No, I was seeing so many cops that it, it was like inevitable. To me, it was more like signs versus attraction. Mm. I don't know how to explain it, but it was more like it was warning me. It was like, it's going to happen. It's it's inevitable. So just be prepared. And right. so that's why, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I, I do drive a little bit faster. Yeah. A little bit fast. No, everybody does. Don't even start because you go, you go 80 on a 65. I've seen on you. On a 65 in the I've fast lane you. with the other cars with traffic. I've seen you You're go. allowed to follow. Yeah, and there's signs go, that say double fees on the highway. <laughs> whenever I go fast, you like, like actually step on it. It's only to pass people. <clears throat> yeah. And I rarely stand. I'm the most square person that you guys are ever going to meet probably. I, I, for the longest time, I didn't drink. I didn't use any substances. I never speed in traffic. I never speed while driving. I drive like a square, like an NPC, some would say. <laughs> and, but, but I'm safe. I'm always safe, always safe. And the one time, by the way, that I got into a car accident was in 2000, I want to say 2017, which was when we, which was when the headlight broke and to this day just so you guys know how i how much of a priority that is for me to this day it's never been fixed and the only time that i got into an accident was because there was a random car literally just sitting in the middle of a highway pitch black highway no lights on turned off because apparently the car just like stopped working completely and then i rear-ended that car but i didn't get anything for it because i was not in the wrong but that's how the headlights got slightly altered Cracked. affected yeah mm -hmm. like it literally just like because i still managed to break because i always pay attention and i'm always like focused on the road i managed to break just in time that it wasn't 
you know, a worse off accident. Yeah, I can imagine on the like highway. 60, uh, like imagine 60, 70 and not seeing the car and just like turning and just like talking to my friend, which he was in the car at the time. Pitch black highway, no lights on the highway and then just ram in, you know, like that could have been deadly. Yeah, that's that is pretty crazy. Yeah, that that's why I'm always like and even with you, like you always like complain whenever I'm like, babe, I'm just focused right now. Just <laughs> and she's always like, oh, OK, oh my God and stuff because she gets <laughs> no, mad because that he I'm has trying like to the get us safe. Sternest, serious yeah, face dude. in the car. Ever. That's how you should be in the car, in my opinion. Like I've never been the type that's like I'm over there singing. I'm like, yeah. ah, da, da, da. Nah, yo, because look. <laughs> driving can be enjoyable obviously <laughs> i'm not like an old man all the time like yeah. there are times when i'm in the car for example and i go to get my haircut i blast music i like rap along to songs that i like and i'm just like enjoying i put my arm out the window but when there's people in the car that i care about i'm very 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 focused oh put the uh there is no <laughs> the crickets just with the crickets yeah okay <laughs> so yeah guys <clears throat> um yeah that's pretty funny but anyways moral of the story people who slow down to watch slow a down. car crash literally you're doing fine um you can't be everything you want to be before your, your time. time you gotta something um i have a cool story did you finish yours yeah i finished you did yeah i finished all right i have one oh, yeah, um I finished okay i have one <laughs> there's a youth obsessed tech mogul who is swapping blood uh, with his teenage son yeah this guy. tech mogul's name is brian johnson and he's been engaging in intergenerational blood swaps receiving plasma from his teenage son and giving some of his blood to his elderly father. Johnson, obsessed with staying young, has previously undergone young blood transfusions costing $2 million a year to restore his physique to its late teens. The practice, mm. popular among some wealthy individuals, aka elites, lacks proven clinical benefits and carries potential risks. If you look at this guy, yeah, he I've looks like him. they are siblings. <clears throat> Him and his son are siblings. Yeah, I've seen this guy. And and do you know who recently did a collaboration with him on YouTube? Who? Will. Will. Tennyson? Yeah. What? Yeah, he, he went to his house and then he spent like a whole day with him in his routine. And this guy is psycho, dude. But this guy also, and kudos to him, you know, like he made his fortune and then he's deciding to invest in whatever he believes in and whatever he's passionate about and apparently anti-aging is his thing but he's worth almost 500 million dollars <laughs> and so half a billion or he's almost a billionaire i just found this picture look at this picture of of like the grandpa like they're all just embracing look <laughs> what the heck is that let me see what what in the Mar <laughs> what in the Mark like, Wahlberg okay, is Okay, so the teenage son's dad is like holding him on his arm, and then the dad's dad is like embracing him from behind, and it looks like a little like uh, I don't know kinky little photo this? shoot there. <laughs> nah, dude. Look, look, look. I'm gonna tell you this straight up. 
<laughs> like three grown men just yeah i've i've always been weirded out by families who have too much of an intimacy with each other like have you guys ever had those friends that their their moms would kiss them on the lips and their dads would also kiss them on the lips and these kids meanwhile they're like 10 12 years old and they're already almost like preteens and almost teenagers and still the mom just ah like it's just weird man it always weirded me out and maybe that's because my parents are the are the opposite and my parents fucking suck um and i just never grew up with like a stable parent like a stable family a stable infrastructure maybe that's the case but uh it's just weird still it's yeah, like seeing, i know i find it weird and i had my parents around right and seeing that picture of just them just being like embracing each other so intimately from and behind intimately hugging. guys like a prom photo you oh know God, kind so of weird. thing going nah, on it's so weird like look these people that have too much money and too much time on their hands that's like these are the people that dive deep into the whole craziness of life the esoteric the occult the you know uh, pseudo-scientific because just like you read a lot of these haven't been proven to be the case like haven't been proven scientifically to be effective but the way he's looking yeah no it, it definitely works and with the video which i highly recommend you guys checking out if you guys want to go on youtube um he does not need a plug from us he does not need a spot uh shout out because he's huge but his name is will tenny son like tenny like kenny and then son um he did a video with him recently and it was a very insightful video like this guy's vegan he eats a big bowl of of just greens and everything is measured like he has a army of doctors that basically live in the upstairs of his house which is his like hospital kind so, like, of constantly check his vitals and stuff yeah like he's super <laughs> anal about all of it and it's kind of freaky man it's kind of crazy and and he maintains eye contact kind of too strongly for my taste <laughs> and he doesn't really blink that much and it's just off-putting to say the least yeah man yeah man <laughs> that's an inside joke yeah that will never will, specify you'll never understand yeah. that sorry guys but, <laughs> but just know that it's an inside joke we just look at each other with our eyes, eyes wide open and then we go yeah man yeah man <laughs> oh i wish i could spill the tea <laughs> oh man it's funny um if this video gets a thousand views if this video if this audio gets a thousand plays yeah this audio if this audio gets a thousand plays i'll spill the tea also guys we are excited to say that uh we are going to be watching in a few hours uh burt kreischer's the machine movie the machine um i think i've said this for sure before on here but um I am a huge fan of comedy and I consume almost all of the podcasts that, that I consume, which people before, like they would assume that I'm listening to like heavy intellectual, you know, podcasts and just knowledge heavy and scientific and all that shit. I just listen to comedians just talk about fart jokes and shit jokes. And Burt Kreischer is one of them. I'm not really a fan of his comedy. I'm not really a fan of him that much, but I'm a fan of the fr friends that he has. <laughs> yeah hopefully and the movie will be good yeah because luke skywalker's in it and that's kind of promising i guess really yep. i mean i've never watched star wars so Mark i can't even Campbell. say i'm excited for that but i mean if star wars is as big as it is then 
He must have. He must be a promising actor. I'm just so confused. Is this like a documentary type of movie? Because it's obviously about himself. Or is this like a fictional movie? So, yeah. So this movie, which we'll be able to confirm after we watch it and we're going to get back and we're actually going to do like a review. It's going to be our first movie review on our Mentally Gone Reacts YouTube channel. We, we've also been doing full movie reactions for anybody interested. Uh, we have three YouTube channels. So it's Mentally Gone Reacts, Mentally Gone, just, just Mentally Gone Studios or Mentally Gone for the podcast, and Mentally Gone Gaming for gaming. But so... Oh, coffee burps. Hold on, guys. Ugh. Um, so the movie essentially is called The Machine because that's uh, Burt Kreischer's nickname. And he would tell this story, which kind of brought him to fame, about something that happened in Russia. And, and it's this great story, apparently, and everybody loves to hear it. And that's what kind of gave him the name, nickname The Machine. And so he made a movie about it. Apparently, it's a true story, but knowing Burt Kreischer, he makes a lot of stuff up, and that's kind of why I don't really like him. But hopefully, it's a good movie, and we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll let you guys know. I'm not shy to be honest, honestly. No, me neither. Um, do you have any other topics? No. Oh, um, I wanted to just zoom through a few. Um, so Elon Musk's Neuralink got FDA approval for human test of brain implants. So Neuralink has received the FDA approval for its first in-human clinical study on brain implants, making this a significant milestone. The approval comes after the FDA raised concerns about various aspects of the device. The study aims to develop brain implants to treat paralysis and blindness. Uh, Neuralink also envisions a future where surgical implants are accessible for disabled and healthy individuals. And then people are obviously against, you know, putting chips in their brains um, because uh, it is like a chip startup, this Neuralink thing. Yeah. And being that now it's approved for its first human clinical study for brain implants, <laughs> people are already, you know, um, saying that it's just this is kind of like crazy it, yeah, in man. a bad way. And maybe that you should stay away. Um, I don't know. But What's funny is that that's what I had on Twitter, too. Really? Yeah. Because I saw it on Twitter. And my first thought was FDA approving this. Like, have you ever seen all those supplements that are on Amazon and the FDA hasn't approved yet? Yeah. And then meanwhile, they're just hurrying to approve Neuralink. It's all kind of sus. Yeah. Anything the FDA approves, like, they approve stuff that has literally proven to give lab rats cancer right. for you to eat and is on the shelves of grocery stores. So I don't really like take anything that the FDA says or approves of, um, you know. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of lab rats and and Neuralink, have you heard of the case when they were experimenting with chimpanzees? They a lot of the chimps died during the testing process. Really? So a lot of those tests were unsuccessful publicly, and I haven't heard of a successful public publicly announced experiment using chimps and now they're just escalating to humans it's very strange it's oh like, for the Neuralink? yeah that's chimps, so crazy chimps died of neurological complications because of the chip oh and now like like i understand if someone says they want to be the volunteer to do it and they're willing to risk their life or whatever but at the same time it's like i don't know i i wish people were just more conscious about what this means like i understand that maybe it opens the possibility of what it said like brain implants and all this stuff and treating people who are disabled whatever what that mean yeah what that means but (laughs) (laughs) but anyways it's like is it worth it like is it worth like the complications the 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 horror that could come of this like putting a chip inside of your head like I understand yeah. that it's going to be a choice for whoever wants to nah, do it. I don't think it's going to be a choice at one point. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that it's just like the smartphones, you know? I Effort. don't know. The smartphones are still a choice, but are you going to have a smartphone in today's society? Are you going to be able to keep up? Are you going to be able to stay connected? You know, because I think that tech giants and just people behind technology, they're very smart in understanding human psychology. Like that's what they specialize in. Um, they specialize first in human psychology and then second in technology. And even with the example of iOS versus Android, like if someone has an Android phone, then their text appear green, just like your your dad, right? Yeah. Right. So they appear green. And then if you're texting someone with an iPhone, then it's blue. And even that has created an inferiority complex amongst um, Android users because they feel discriminated against the overwhelmingly popular amount of uh people who use iphones you know right populous populous i don't think i said that right but overwhelmingly populated pe- i don't know guys i can't you know i, I can I, barely say words what's it gonna say is that android users have no shame of being android users no and shame. i find that i find the beauty in that if anything they still try to somehow say that their um, device is superior. Isn't it weird? <clears throat> Why is it that everything that's related to Windows and PC culture is always framed as being superior? Like PC gamers always say that they're the master race when it comes to comparing them to consoles and PlayStation, Xbox. No, PC is the master race. Right. And then Android, it's the same mentality. <laughs> like what is Like what did Bill Gates do to hypnotize these nerds into thinking that they're the best of the best? And also, did you see how those those Android phones that claim that they're able to zoom in and take pictures of the moon? 
what you're getting is not really like a zoom in picture of the moon, but it's a AI generated picture of the moon. You're joking. Yeah. What? And that makes me think that the moon is fake. Well, not fake, but the moon is, I don't know. It's that, just weird. That is so crazy. I never heard, I didn't hear anything about that. Because a lot of Android <laughs> users were flexing on iPhone users, uh, showing, you know, cases of them zooming all the way to the moon and, and seeing the craters. and. That's so weird because every time I see Android quality pictures, like... It seems like it's been taken on a calculator. Right. And right. then I wonder how do they, like how do they have the capacity to take these pictures that they're claiming they took, you how know? How do they have the capacity to live? Um, I just have literally three things I wanna just zoom by, but just Shein by. is selling sex toys and they're super cheap. Oh yeah. And they previously disguised sex toys as erasers on their website. What? Um, and experts are cautioning against buying these cheap sex toys because of potential quality and hygiene issues. And one user on Twitter tweeted that she got a UTI from a Shein uh, she sex toy. Um, what does that mean, though? Does that mean that the people who made the sex toy used it? No, it's just like high, like the high. Look, the first hygiene. of all, the material that it's made out of al already like determines whether it's hygienic for you to put it into your body. Right. If that makes sense. Because um, there are certain materials that harbor, you know, more bacteria, yeah. more like uh, germs or whatever. Especially plastics, like they attract yeah. and it just gets, you know, like that's why. Look, my mom grew up in a very poor environment and so she's very resourceful, I guess. And she is a hoarder when it comes to certain things. And we would get um, like a disposable cutlery like disposable forks and knives and spoons and those are plastic right plastic yeah hard plastic and sometimes well a lot of times she would try to wash those yeah to like reuse it and that defeats the purpose because you buy those and use it once and you throw it out mm -hmm. because germs stick onto plastic more than they do to like steel and like metal and stuff and that's why metal forks are designed to last longer but i wanted to say something if you eat honey and you use a spoon to take the honey out of your jar you should not be using a metal you shouldn't be using metal utensils in your honey because it ionizes it metal i i don't know but metal and honey like it disrupts something i don't even know but you should use a wooden spoon or a plastic spoon but there's some something happens like right. where it's like it it ruins the quality of it right what's going on no 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 i'm just playing around oh um i was just <laughs> okay <laughs> she doesn't like when i play I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> I was just playing around. So while she was talking, guys, I was pretending like we were doing a video podcast. And I was staring oh, I didn't the get camera. it. I thought you were mocking me. No, see, like she has a very sensitive little ego. No, guys. It can't I... be her at all. It can't be the butt <laughs> of the joke ever because I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't be the butt of the joke. I didn't get it. I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were stupid. Camera. Dumbass. Yeah, well, last thing I wanted to say is that Brian Cranston um, from Breaking Bad, which, by the way, the last time you'll be able to see 
Breaking Bad on Netflix will be, um, I think, like a year or two from now because it will be removed from Netflix. You know what's wild? I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've seen Breaking Bad. I haven't seen all of Breaking Bad, but I've watched. I've I've always been kind of against um, hopping on trends and stuff, and that's why I never saw Euphoria. I never saw anything that's like in the moment. You know, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I've never seen Stranger Things. Yeah, like these shows, which I think, I guess, worked out great because then we can watch it now on our channel and experience it with the community. But yeah, I've never seen it. But Brian Cranston has a um, word of advice for you. And he says that he believes that being lost can be beneficial. Oh, yeah, I agree. So he's on his own self-discovery journey. um, And he's been on one during a motorcycle trip that he was taking. And this led him to realize his passion for acting. Um, Well, I guess this was before. But anyways, he encourages people embracing the unknown, exploring and getting lost to find true direction and self-governance, contrasting the rigid expectations of society. Hmm. To discover one's desires, it is necessary to actively seek them out. Right, right. You know what? Speaking of actors, um, do do you know that clip that I showed you of the Hollywood Roundtable conversation? Yeah, yeah. There's a new Hollywood, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter, but it's called like Hollywood Roundtable or something. Um, it's on YouTube if you guys want to check it out. But it's with Pedro Pascal, Kieran McCulkin, um, the guy who played Jeffrey Dahmer. I forget Evan, his name. Evan Peters. Evan Peters, yeah. And they all talk about their process. And then there's this black guy who I forget his name. Like, I don't know him as an actor. I think he's like a new actor. But and maybe that's why he was just so blatant about his process. Meanwhile, everybody else speaks in code because they're like more seasoned actors. But this this guy just started talking about how Damson Idris. I guess is he Idris? Elba's no, because Idris Elba, his first name is Idris. Uh, <laughs> maybe he's a dyslexic. I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, him. He was talking about his process during this one scene and he said that he hit a wall and he just couldn't get his lines across and he couldn't finish the scene. And then he went into a corner where he was alone and he stared at a wall and then he kept saying, "Um, come to me, devil, come to me, devil, come to me, devil. And then the devil came and he got everything he needed in order to finish the scene. And then he said that that feeling or that entity that invaded his body lasted a whole month before it went away. Mm-hmm. And then every actor that was sitting at the round table looked super unfazed as if like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, I get it. Like they, they didn't even flinch. They weren't like, oh, wow, really? Like It's that's, crazy. They were just like, yeah, yeah. Like, and then what? And, you know, just mm-hmm. very, just very desensitized to what he was saying because it must not be something that's not like it must be something that is familiar to them. Mm hmm. And all too well known. Yeah, no, it's it's strange. Super strange. weird. And he was saying that his mom had to like pray him back to life, right? Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said that he had to reach out to his mother and his mother had to bring him back to life. That's what he said. So what my brain went to was the uh, scene in Get Out when she has the teacup and then she hypnotizes the character, the main protagonist, and she 
does a thing and she taps her teacup and she says sink and then he starts sinking into the uh sunken place i guess and that's what i thought of is that then someone has to bring him back and meanwhile once you're in the sunken place you disassociate and you allow the demon to take hold of you yeah and that's what happened to him and then he had to have someone he loves to bring him back and pray for him and i don't know what they pray to but it doesn't imply that it's necessarily god yeah and praying could be spells and witchcraft who knows yeah but that's pretty cool i saw it as like he was possessed by something yeah absolutely and and maybe like i don't know i interpreted it as well maybe it's not god per se but i did interpret it as praying to a greater force that's yeah a more positive one just like they do with the like exorcisms and whatnot where they you know use the bible and the cross of jesus to literally remove the demonic spirits from the person's body Mm -hmm. um but yeah super crazy stuff um i think that's all i have and i I saw that the little mermaid flopped that's the last thing i wanted to say not that it flopped but it didn't it got like 70 percent on rotten tomatoes or something yeah which isn't saying much for me because i don't trust rotten tomatoes i think that they're part of the woke establishment and they rate movies basing off of their own woke framework well here you go they got a five yeah out of 10 on imdb that that's the only one i kind of trust is imdb and even then like they don't get it right every single time um but that's just super crazy because people are starting to say that disney should consider these like subpar scores because if you think of like original disney classics like they were all excelling on imdb on you know uh ron tomatoes just scores out of the roof and stuff and in recent years it's been kind of flopping and people are saying that disney should take note of this and really question what it is they're you know making movies about or for like you know and it's weird because disney is a company that you wouldn't imagine ever failing because of everything that they have under their belt so they have pixar they have marvel they have all these tools and yet they're sinking you know it's just strange it's like they're just clinging on to pride i guess and to this agenda and what's cool too is that i think i showed you this um audio but there was an audio that was recorded from the shareholders meeting with the ceo of disney at the time which was uh, bob Iger, and he was talking to his main shareholders and all of them expressed extreme dissatisfaction with the way that Disney has been pumping out woke wokeness and infusing it into every piece of content that they create. And they were asking and pleading Disney to please just cut this woke bullshit and get back to your roots and get back to what you're known for, which is creating cult classics and just fairy tale stories, you know? Yeah. And I think that they have to just go back to basics and just stick to cartoons, animations and create fun engaging new stories yeah and that's what i was going to say too i think that the reason the scores kind of flopped is because nobody cares about live action movies for for disney classics you know no one's asking for it like that's the thing right so if you're in business you listen closely to the market and you try to listen to what they want and that's why companies like burger king wendy's like they bring back seasonal items from the past because people are like 
where's the taco Mexican pizza, uh, Taco Bell? Like, where's the Mexican pizza? They bring it back. Where's the um, McRib? And then McDonald's brings it back. And so it's listening to the market, but Disney has deliberately decided to just plug their ears and ignore yeah. everybody. And and I was going to say that too, that it like it must annoy some people because of what what you were saying. It's like they get these live action films and then they just try to be inclusive to all these groups but then it it just feels kind of lazy like why not create original storylines like you have the budget for it you have like the huge creative team for it i'm sure and you still want to just like reuse and recycle old stories but then inject it with you know this new inclusivity when you could be doing that with just new storylines right and then just add your inclusivity there and just make uh a main protagonist you know uh black asian whatever you want and create a story that's relatable with the world and that's the problem is that their content isn't relatable anymore and that's why i don't crave watching the little mermaid i would watch it if we had for example a professional movie reviewing uh business model you know where out like our youtube channel is about reviewing movies then i'll watch it but right now like i have no desire to watch a, a lot of these films yeah and i was gonna say like even their animated movies like they have done instances where they show like representation and and inclusivity to different groups of people just like they did with coco which is about a mexican family um, just like they did with the Princess and the Frog, which is the first like black princess animated movie um, for Disney and stuff. And so I don't know, like those were a huge success. And that shows that those that were original stories worked out. Mm-hmm. But then every time it comes to these live actions, just like they did with Peter Pan, like they made the Lost Boys, the Lost Boys and Girls. Right. And it's so weird. Oh, and then the very last thing I wanted to say is that I saw a YouTube video from this uh, guy who goes around the world with a billboard um, on his body. And his name is Billboard Chris on Twitter. And his billboard says, like, children cannot consent to puberty blockers or something. Um, And it's so crazy because he was having a conversation with a woman and he asked her, what does it mean for a child to be trans? And then the way that she explained it was that if a girl has a messy room and likes boy toys and and keeps her hair messy and doesn't really like to brush her hair and she likes to wear boys clothes and 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 whatever and she's more into like masculine things, then then that would be a sign that she's a boy. Mm. And then he tried shutting it down like, no, like we just call those tomboys and that's what we would call them. It's like girls who are more into things that are boy like, quote unquote, which is just a stereotype, by the way, um, just means that she's a tomboy. It doesn't mean that now she's a boy. Right. And then it made me think like I used to wrestle with my brother and want to wear his clothes and we would play with his wrestling action figures and we would play video games together. And not once did I question if I was a boy 
And another thing is, if my parents had questioned if I was a boy and then put me on puberty block- blockers and then made me get a mastectomy or, or made me think I needed to get a mastectomy and then made me get a freaking penis and whatever. <laughs> and then You're years get later, penis, little Gabby, <laughs> years later, imagine like the regret yeah. I would feel if that wasn't what my reality is, because I'm, I was just a kid. Yeah, and I didn't, didn't really know even better. know what what I was getting myself into. You don't know any better. And so I think that you should just leave that up to time, you know? Yeah. And that's my opinion. But this lady was like, that's a crazy statement to make. That just because a girl likes boy things, then she yeah. must be a boy now. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I grew up with um, family members multiple family members female family members um also experiencing the same thing like growing up like they would uh play with boy stuff and want to fight and like power rangers and stuff yeah and they grew up just fine you know right like not questioning but i think the problem is that there's too much questioning going around that it's making the questions happen more Right. When it should just be a natural process, like it's like it's always been. If someone felt like they were trans, and with time they would feel that and and reflect on it and really, you know, sit with it and discover themselves and you know, yeah, and it would unravel that way. But now it's like they're they're starting these questions so young, and then it's like, what if, like these things are irreversible mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, at least naturally irreversible and so you know what if that's like a decision that they later regret because they weren't even fully mentally capable of grasping the concept yeah yet at this very young age because their starting is so young but now it's like mastectomies at like freaking 10 like puberty blocker means that they're giving puberty puberty blocking med- medication and stuff from the ages of nine to ten that's like wild. think about that because that's insane. when girls go start going through pre like pre-puberty is nine and ten some girls already get their period at, at eight nine or ten <laughs> so for 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 them to give puberty blockers it has to be early on you know i don't know super crazy stuff yeah um just some things that i don't like agree with i think that that's just something you figure out with time if that's the case whatever it is but that's my opinion it's crazy world yeah speaking of crazy world um we're gonna sign off and we're gonna end it with just me uh sharing this little this little light news um i'm gonna deliberately not get into it on this episode because we might prep this for a weekly video podcast conspiracy heavy one but did you know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been involved in a three billion dollar kidnapping lawsuit what when recently yeah so former TNA and WWE wrestler Trinisha Biggers who went by the ring name Raka Khan recently filed the court documents necessary to move forward with a $3 billion lawsuit that names Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as one of the defendants in an alleged kidnapping scheme, which uh, Biggers claims that Johnson and his business partner, Dancy Garcia, 
made plans to abduct her and her children in 2008. Isn't that crazy considering that old video that we saw of yes. him where he like made a comment about... Um, molesting children. Yeah, molesting children, like a robot or something. I don't know. That was so during a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Comedy skit. Funny, what kind hilarious. of joke is molesting children? So right. I don't know. That's wow. Like I just found that crazy because the, 2008, I think, coincided with the start of his meteoric rise through Hollywood. You yeah. Know? The the game plan movie that he did or whatever the hell that one was called. Tooth Fairy. Yeah, I don't Tooth remember Fairy. Yeah. which one it was. Exactly. When he still had hair. Yeah. The, the one the that he was doing with like little kids by the way little kids movies because that's what the tooth fairy and those yeah. are is it were. weird how how all of these actors have to kind of go through those phases like eddie murphy did daddy daycare uh the rock did those um game plan movies and the tooth fairy movies he wore literally a dress a pink tutu a yeah. yeah vin diesel did that other one the pacifier I've never seen it. Where he's a babysitter and he's also like a CIA agent or something. All of these muscular, strong men have to be kind of stripped down and humiliated with these roles, I feel. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I guess that's how you keep them in control and you make them less threatening and less, you know. And don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone. Oh, yeah. You no, have, I'm you kidding. You have to pee. Someone's starting <laughs> no, to shake no. their boots. That's not why. I was kidding. Oh, I, I was, I was, it just went with like the yeah the flow of it yeah but yeah um so that's where we're gonna call it um again we might prep this to go just deeper because i don't have much information on it so i don't want to just blabber and say nothing but yeah i just found that interesting and if you want to look into it you could just simply google or use DuckDuckGo, which you hate but yeah. it's an alternative to google and i think that it's important to have alternatives but yeah, with that being said, guys, thank you so much. Um, also, just quickly, very quickly, let me just shout out um, the people who have been supporting our video podcast on YouTube and they left a comment on our videos. Uh, special shout out to Rebecca. Um, thank you so much for your comment. And special shout out to Giselle Gazer. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, all the way from Cape Town, South Africa, also supporting the channel and a shout out to the hat man for giving us a few recommendations in the comments for future episodes these are the people that have been supporting the show and we appreciate you more than you can ever understand thank you. oh thank you thank you and with us being said guys thank you so much for listening up until here if you're listening still you are in the deep end you are in the deep end yeah we're deep in your end oh my god <laughs> and we appreciate that um we appreciate you and yeah if you want to support the show the best way to do it is just by um heading over to youtube and you know maybe consider uh dropping a like on our podcast videos helping the channel grow subscribing all that good stuff leaving a review for this podcast for, for these shows and letting us know what you guys think and also no one has done this yet, but um, screen recording, you know, a certain part in these episodes and these daily ones that you guys enjoy or that you guys want other people to hear and then posting it on your Instagram stories and then tagging us. We still haven't had anyone do that. But yeah, if you do, then we'll repost that tag. Yeah. 
I think we did have one uh, recently. A, a podcast listener, like a like a Spotify, Apple podcast. I don't think we have yet. Oh no, I saw like reposts of our clips. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Um, wait, there was one more shout out that someone commented on the YouTube that you didn't shout out this person, Magnum Opossum six nine four one that commented under your pinned comment. And so that he's been binging our videos for the past few oh, weeks. And, um, I didn't even see that. And he said that it, it's awesome, what the energy we have and the vibe. And thanks for the content. Well, thank you for the comment. And he said, God bless and protect you both. Thanks uh -huh. for the, comp the compliment, the compliment, and the comment. And Super cool. And he also replied to another person's comment who talked about how they loved the longer format. So the two hour long podcast, people are loving it because it allows us to just go deeper. Right. And he said, I agree. The long format was so good. So, so it looks like, like it. Thank we you. might do more two hour long episodes. Yes. Gracias. Gracias um, to everyone. And with that being said, I have to pee. And I have to use number two. Do number two. Because <laughs> I drank I a pee. shit ton of coffee and my whole body's just Literally, freaking out. Yeah. And a shit ton of coffee is going to come out too. Yeah, a ton of shit now. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace, Peace to, to the, the world. world. <laughs>